Welcome to the Workbrand Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and theworkbrand.com. Hi there, and welcome to episode two of This is the Cast, our Mandalorian season two podcast. I'm your host, Christian, and with me today are some familiar faces you may remember. Uh, guys, you want to introduce yourselves? Hey, I'm Bilal, the um, editor-in-chief in Missing Chief <laughs> of the work print. <laughs> um, I'm Nicole, and I am a features editor at the work print. Yeah. And uh, together, we're going to talk about episode two of The Mandalorian, uh, season two, the Baby Yoda grossest is all out episode. I actually don't know the name of this one. Uh, I think so, it's The Passenger. Oh, the I Passenger. Think, yeah. There yeah. you go. Oh, actually, that, that makes sense. Um, this was a really epic episode. Lots of callbacks, just like in episode one. Uh, there, there's a lot to kind of break down and just discuss. And like, we haven't done any prep work, so we're kind of just going to organically go at it conversational style. Uh, everyone, what were your thoughts on okay. uh, episode two? I, I, w- I want to go first here. Um, so no matter what it is, I've always had this one fear with space and aliens, and that's aliens being bugs, just just giant bugs. Like, you know, I'm, I will be welcoming of alien races, but if they were just like a giant insect, um, of any sort, I would be that racist guy, that the xenophobic guy that would grab his gun and be like, I don't trust these guys. They all need to die. So, so you're full Starship Trooper is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. And so uh, this entire episode was me just going like, I knew Star Wars had ants. I knew I knew there's been bugs. But, like, but they have emotions and they can talk. And it's just, it's just wrong to me. <laughs> so I like to, to me... I think a good 95 to 99% of the bugs were killed in this episode, so I was very happy. Is <laughs> <But laughs> it like exterminate? <laughs> but man, it's like, there should have been like a spider warning or something on this one. Warning, this episode will contain spiders. <laughs> yeah, if you have any sort of arachnophobia, please yeah. do not watch. <laughs> and then the second thing is, um, oh, uh, at the beginning of this year, I got an OLED TV, so I didn't get to watch Mandalorian. I never went back and rewatched it on uh, the OLED. But like last week's episode with the season two premiere with like the crate dragon and that Ooh, entire fight when yeah. it goes like from widescreen to full screen plus yeah, this episode. That was awesome. Like it just looks so good. Like the Mandalorian like I don't know I'm not telling people to go buy an OLED T V but you should buy an OLED T V. If you're looking to buy a TV, go go top of the line. Go get an OLED Ooh. This podcast is sponsored by OLED. No. <laughs> because, like, only. Uh, 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 honestly, it's like having a cinematic experience inside your house. Like the colors are just right. You don't need to mess with anything. It looks so good. And like this is this is like honestly Star Wars at its best. Hmm. Please give good, us pitch. Money. good pitch. Good pitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's a super um, good point though. Bilal about like the insects because I didn't really think about it until now but um so in the scene at the cantina where they're where um what's her face is playing against an ant right with the game of sabak and it's the whole thing it, can, it just made me think of how in Disney there's um Pluto who's a dog 
And then there's also Goofy, who's a dog. Mm -hmm. So I guess in Star Wars, there's also alien ants who can talk versus alien spiders who don't really talk but are more monster-like. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's just such a wide kind of, like, how do you decide when one alien race, I guess, has um, evolved Sentience. enough? Yeah, and they yeah. have sent, yeah, exactly. That was like, ah, okay. But it was, it was a good episode. And although at first, um, until I sort of started re- reading and watching more stuff, like, I had thought it was like a filler episode. Do you guys feel like it was a filler episode or there was a lot more context that I completely missed. <laughs> I, um, I'll, I'll say, um, for me, I did, but the thing is, mm-hmm. I really like filler episodes for the series because of one reason, space cowboys, yeah. uh, ah, space cowboys, okay. space westerns. Okay. Like anytime you do a thing where it's like, we're not really going to go in a direction, but we're going to go an adventure and like yeah. a weird us against the world, check out this environment type scenario. Absolutely. I'm hands down in. This felt like Cowboy Bebop or like uh, uh, Firefly to me. Okay. So I was like, okay, yeah, no, I, I dig this. I dig everything about this. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I, I don't know what it is about season two, but it's just clicking for me in a different way. It's like these standalone adventures that they're going on, Mando and the Child. And it's not galaxy saving. It, it, it's small scale adventure of the week type things. I mean, like, that crate dragon fight in the first episode was huge. Even like the spider attacks and things like that. That was like straight out of a horror movie, um, and, and it just, it's just working for me on that level. It's like it's like a nice slice of life out of the galaxy uh, for these adventures that they go on. And I don't think, and for me, I think that's all I want. I want to see more of more of what Star Wars has to offer outside the Empire mm-hmm. and the Republic. Uh, so what we get out of the Mandalorian, especially like last week, we get we got a smaller, uh, we got a small town. We got to see how people live, like on Tatooine. Uh, we also get to see uh, this week different type of aliens, different type of planets. Uh, the cantina, and, 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 that was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, the cantina and like creatures. Like we like there's a lot of creatures, but we don't get to see. And, and we we get to see more of like what's been in that expanded universe that like wasn't inside the movies that was inside the books, mm-hmm. uh, like yeah. Timothy Oliphant's Ol- character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like what a great addition. I mean, what a great get as well. Um, and you know, and just like what the, what the galaxy looks like after the Empire falls. You know, you have these two rebel, uh, or is it Republic now? Like New Republic Tie mm-hmm. Fighters patrolling. Um, X-Wings, you know, X-Wings. Yeah, X-Wings, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not TIE Fighters. We're nerds. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know, it, it's, like, seeing it on a much smaller scale, and I am really enjoying that aspect of everything. Um, I do not disagree, although I think, personally, I was just so excited to see, like, the the Boba Fett reveal from the first episode that I was, like, I just want more. I Like, I want more of... Um, him and like what happened to him just because it's been such an unknown for so long and how he survived Sarlacc and like all those things like yeah I was just so excited at the end of the first episode when you saw that shot and you saw Timura Morrison I was like oh my god oh my god but um yeah I I was also really curious to find out um what hopefully what it meant that the eggs were like kind of coming closer to baby Yoda when he put his face on the on the little glass jar thing because that has to be like force related right and like um 
was he really gonna was he just really eating the eggs or was he protecting the eggs for something else i don't know See, i think all right i love okay so i love that you brought that up because at, I, for a second i was with you it's like all right we know force wielders can communicate yeah. with animals and stuff like that we we know that the, some of the magic abilities because we we've yeah. all i think all of us have looked into the expanded universe but i think just for the sake of cuteness and to make it kind of gross and especially because he's a swamp it. creature <laughs> He's just eating the eggs, let's be honest. He's just a cute little baby. He was hungry, and he's eating this poor woman's woman's baby. Well, they're not fertilized yet, right? So they're not fully people, I guess. They're just... They're just eggs. Okay. So, so we, 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 we learned two things this episode. Baby Yoda is pro-choice. <laughs> he's also a monster. And it's a it's an adorable monster. <laughs> it's like he's taking jello shots while like ending this woman's line of family. Yeah. <laughs> and like what's <laughs> when you think of it that way, it is really dark. But um, yeah, like uh, agree. And then what, what's really great about the the bit because it's very much a bit is that they don't let it go. Mm-hmm. Like it was one thing to do it once, but, but once it happened it, like, a second, three times. <laughs> yeah. third time, like even in like the ending, it's just like. He ate another one. I was just like, oh my god, stop. <laughs> did you guys literally say that? Because I did. I was like, yes. I was like, stop. why? I love you, but what are you doing? But I also, so funny. I also yeah. think this is the most we've seen of Baby Yoda uh, in, in, like, in terms of action, like movement, moving mm-hmm. around. Like, normally you get like a couple of shots in the episode, but this time, like, he was very prominent uh, throughout. And, like, it worked. Um, I, I always thought, like, Baby Yoda would be like a Jaws type situation where you, you, you use him as little as possible to get the most out of him but uh it's gl- I'm like, I'm glad to see that like it can work if they do center around him a bit in terms of plot and uh just like shenanigans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did you guys enjoy the puppeteering for him in this one because they there were some shots where there was just like no we're not gonna cgi we're just gonna drag a puppet across the screen yeah i highly enjoyed that actually <laughs> highly how does he walk is it robotics is it well, what happens is somebody takes a hand and then they shove it up a little doll, <laughs> and they walk, and then they go. Bloop, bloop. But there's but there's scenes of him where it's like you see him like on the ground and he's moving, and I just don't understand how that's working. Like, do we just like lift his legs and we find like Wally a hand type, in there, uh, like Wally type like treads? <laughs> that's how he moves. <laughs> I, I was I I don't know. Like it's it's just what's the word? It's it's adorable. <laughs> it really is. I, I, I'm, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to like the. I never watched the behind the scenes for season one, but like for season two, I definitely want to see like how they did a lot of uh, the stuff within the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> did you guys uh, catch the the Ant Man? Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't realize Peyton Reed directed this episode. Yes. So Ant Man director Peyton Reed directed the uh, episode two. Uh, for the Mandalorian this season, and he had an actual Ant Man, yeah, Doctor Mandible. Yeah, I mean, that was and, awesome. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is just me nitpicking, but Doctor Mandible, like Mandible, really? <laughs> <laughs> he was having yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted someone to take a shoe out and just like see, see Doctor Mandible freak out a little bit. Mm. <laughs> I was reading that that booth that they were in was the same booth that Han and Greedo were in. Is that correct? 
Yes. Yeah, if you looked, they they, yeah. they did a re. It, that's why I love that cantina scene. Is they um they did read they redid the entire thing like uh, model for model like every inch was the same. Nice. Yeah. The only thing that was missing, which I really missed, was the um the musicians. Oh yeah, that would have been a nice callback if they had that. I think it would have been too on the nose, so like yeah. they didn't. But it would have been great. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because I was like, I wonder if this is that same cantina, but there's no musicians, so it's probably not. So I'm the exact person that would have been like, oh, it's the cantina. But I totally missed that. Um, so, so what yeah. were your guys' thoughts on the um, the passenger and her role and her trying to get the first, the whole mission of getting her to point A to point B and them learning a lot about Mando's code along the way? I thought that... I think, well, initially my thought on the passenger as a character was that she was just so cute, like, the entire time. <laughs> Although, um, I what I didn't really realize that sort of the purpose of her role there was really just to expose Mando's creed. Um, and, like, because I, I definitely wasn't expecting the passenger to be, like, a pregnant lady, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. So that was kind of an unexpected um, unexpected uh, direction to go into, which I kind of appreciated. And even, like, when, she, when they crash-landed on the planet, um, shoot, what was the name of the planet? Oh, crap, I just read it. But the ice planet that... Um, yeah. And then she found that hot spring. I was like, wow, that's pretty bold of her to just go out and, like, find a source of heat, I guess. But I... Yeah, I mean, I I kind of hope that we would actually have seen them kind of arrive at their end destination, but maybe we will next episode. Mm, good point, yeah. You know when Amanda went to go follow the frog on the ice planet? Yeah. I was like, they're gonna... St I turned to my wife, I'm like... They're gonna stumble upon a Jedi temple. This has to be Ilum. It's Ilum. It's, it's not. Ilum. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was only. Ilum. Yeah. Um, for me, I like. I did. Frog, really? Frog she's lady. Frog. <laughs> like, like I had subtitles on. She's like speaking frog, and I was like, <laughs> I was like okay, um, we're gonna keep it that simple. Uh, that was fine. Like. I, I enjoyed, like, there's there small touches that I enjoy, like, when their big mama spider shows up, I was like, oh, this is Harry Potter all over again. Oh, yeah, it's like Aragog. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when they're running away, uh, Frog Lady starts hopping away like a frog, and I was, yeah, like, I was okay. like, yes! That was, was like, awesome. This, I was like, this is, ex this is the stuff I love, like, it just, it's like... It's goofy, but it works. Because it, like, it's right like you matter. would expect that she would do that, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mobility. I, though I did expect her to jump further. That, that was just on me. Um, uh, it's like your I, life I, is threatened, lady. Jump more. <laughs> other things. Uh, I really like the cameo of one of the uh, X-Wing. <laughs> yes, there we go. X-Wing uh, fighters being Appa from uh, Kim's Convenience. Oh, oh wow i did I not totally catch that, that until now <laughs> i also didn't realize the other guy was dave filoni it wasn't really yeah wow yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like i like i like how there's like all these little things uh that do pop up i know i'm no. very jealous i think it's my dream to one day be like an extra on any star wars related and, thing right it, it's <laughs> like it, it, it's the coolest thing because 
you know, being part of a canon universe, especially like mm-hmm. as big as Star Wars or like a Marvel universe, like you know, you could be like, I was part of that, and you could be like the cool dad or the cool, <laughs> the, the cool <laughs> uncle, and like. I, I, I would kill just to be in the background of a scene and be like, hey, I was there. Um, I, yeah. And like, oh, you mm-hmm. know, I think like every episode we get something like that uh, or uh, with somebody new just popping up. Yeah, it's probably like tons of actors where it would just be like, I would so be in a bit part. I don't care what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a stormtrooper. Yeah. Stormtrooper one, yes. Everyone's like... <laughs> Daniel Craig was a stormtrooper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys know that Samuel Jackson originally requested George Lu- to George Lucas if he could just be a background stormtrooper? And really? because George Lucas is a huge uh, black cinema fan, he actually was like, not only are you going to be in the movie... I'm going to make you a Jedi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have a favorite scene for this week's episode? I like the uh, the eggs hatching for the spider, the baby spiders, because it was a very big homage to Alien, mm-hmm. and I I love the Alien series. Um, and uh, when <laughs> it was great because at that point, you know, Yoda's eaten so many of the eggs, and like what what could possibly happen here? And of course, Yoda, uh, baby Yoda ends up eating even baby, more baby spiders. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, you just like eating yeah, every yeah. gross creature, and I'm like, well, no, it's a swamp baby, so yeah, it makes sense, right? I don't know. <laughs> The lie. Yeah. Why didn't Mando just take the eggs with him and put them in the cockpit like after the first time? Like he just trusted the kid to, to not eat. eat eggs, and he just kept on eating eggs. <laughs> it's it's just like a cat, just like it's like don't don't mess with that, and then you turn your back, and then he's right back at it. Hundred percent. Yeah. I totally expected the frog to count the eggs at some point yeah, and just be yeah. like what the Ooh. hell but that i'm never missing happened. um <laughs> she, just, she just she's just like no they're 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 all here um the the last lineage of my or the last line of my lineage they're all they're all right here i don't need to worry about them going missing of it or anything um but i think favorite scene is definitely the just like that spider chase and just like Big Mama Spider like dropping down that drop ship. Um, I still don't believe that ship should be able to fly, no matter <laughs> how airlocked it is. Like, God, that thing was literally like a. It was a bucket. There's so many holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't have been flyable at the end, but somehow they still can make it work. That, I, I love uh, that ending shot where it's everything's falling apart and it's still dry. It's still like just barely hanging in there. That poor ship, though, has, like, gone through a lot. <laughs> it's an old ship, too. They're, they're very much pulling a Millennium Falcon minus the hyperdrive with it. Yeah. It's pretty... <laughs> yeah. Um, I really liked the uh, ice trench scene. Like, that was a callback Ooh. to so much classic stars. That, like, yes. Yeah, that was really uh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the targeting computers to how everything yes. maneuvered, it was yes. great. Yeah, yeah. I lo- like, I don't know how much bigger the budget is this season, but... It, it like I said, the show just looks phenomenal. It, it, it's kind of crazy because they're like they're flying through canyons. They're they've got a big dragon. They got all these bugs. It's like, where was this in season one? Like oh, they yeah, did not believe true. in the show in season mm-hmm. one. That's true. Yeah, and and the, the writing feels tighter. Um, it, the, the, seem, the show seems definitely a lot more sure of itself. 
I don't know how much of it was just like we need to keep this baby Yoda stuff on the, on the wraps or what, but it, 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 props to John Favreau because mm-hmm. he, he seems like he really got this ship under control compared to <laughs> some of the other Star Wars related stuff that's uh, happened yeah. over the years. Seriously, but yeah. 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 Oh, my cousin's wife, uh, she has this saying, she's like, you know, every time we sit down, we watch something and like the credits go and it's like cr- created by or directed by executive produced by John Favreau. And she's like, my man, John Favreau. <laughs> she says that every time. And, and so like now, like uh, it's just become like a saying for all of us. It's like, we're just like, our man, John Favreau delivered another one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, we've talked about this episode for a good 20 minutes now. Let me ask you guys expectations from what we've seen so far in these first two episodes. Any fan theories or plots or like what, what would you what do you think might happen this season, given from what we've seen, uh, particularly, you know, Boba Fett wise and, and such? I honestly don't think Boba Fett's a main. I, I just felt like they are like, this is what happened to Boba Fett and that's it. I don't feel... Like, no! I don't, don't say I that! I highly disagree with you, but okay. Uh, for, for me, it's like... It's like... Uh, okay, first off, I never got the Boba Fett hype. Like, he's in <laughs> the series for like five minutes, and like, that, that's it. It's like, and people just love him, and I don't, I don't get it. Like, dude is... Dude is just like the most overrated Star Wars character in my book. Dude, uh, it's the it's the armor and the badassery mm-hmm. for the f- five minutes that count. That's that's, <laughs> that's that's so wrong. Okay, um, okay. but um, I I it, it's funny you, you mentioned armor and just re- and reminded me of the cold open for this episode of like the bounty hunter showing up. The jetpack uh, and, and yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah it, there's a jetpack, but it's like the, that Beskar armor, pretty sweet. And, I, and like it also it brings back to the point of like. You know, he still wants it. People still want that child. So I expect, I expect something to come to front where, you know, he, he's gonna go head to head against maybe another group of bounty hunters or the Empire again. Maybe bring back, um, was it what was his name? Uh, John Carlo Moff Gideon. Oh, Moff Gideon, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really curious to see what the deal is with the dark saber and everything around his character um so yeah, I, I was gonna I, ask did you guys did either of you watch clone wars yes okay so so then if you watched it could you could you describe to us some fan theories and how this is all connected to that wait no via the i dark would saber? be really bad because i actually want to find out more about that <laughs> <laughs> okay so you should do it. Although, well, I don't know. That's the thing is I, I didn't watch Clone Wars either. Because <laughs> like, literally when Vassam and I talked about this last week, yeah. we were like, yeah, so the dark... All right, so from what I understand, Vinny, because, you know, cause he did this podcast with me mm-hmm. way back, the first one, um, Darksaber is some, some I think, the original Mandalore's, uh, it's his thing. It's his, like, weapon of some sort. And it, it's tied to some sort of Jedi history because it's, it's literally a black lightsaber, which I, I, I didn't know that. I always thought it was a vibroblade that glowed, but for, it is an actual lightsaber lightsaber. Um, it has to do a lot with Mandalorian history, and it has a lot to do with Clone War history, and it has a lot to do with Jedi history, all three combined. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's going to play a big role, and it wouldn't surprise me if Giancarlo is the Vader of the series. They dressed him out to be the Vader yeah. of the series. Yeah. He plays an amazing villain in how many shows now? Um, so, like, yeah. Uh, it's funny because between, like, this Breaking Bad and... Or, I'm sorry, Better Call Saul and uh, uh, The Boys, um, it just seems like he's the same villain in multiple universes. <laughs> so, all I know is 
in Rebels, Sabine gets the Darksaber and hands it over to uh, uh, Bo-Katan, who, you know, takes the place as, like, the lead Mandalorian. And then at some point after that, Moff Gideon gets, gets it, his hand yeah. on it. So there you go. It, 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 it's... It's like what happened between that point, mm-hmm. between Rebels and Mandalorian, where they lose the saber, uh, and Moff gets it. Yeah, because they definitely and, wouldn't bring it like so prominently into last season at the end if they yeah. weren't going to do anything with it, right? And it, it's such a, a like it, you know, there's a lot of Star Wars fans that have only seen the movies, mm-hmm. um, and so it, it, it and you know they're watching Mandalorian as like the first thing that outside the expanded uh, universe, you know. I have, you know, I know, I know a lot of people that haven't seen Clone Wars or Rebels, um, myself included. I haven't seen, I've seen some of Clone Wars. I've seen some of Rebels. I haven't watched it all the way through. Um, so it's just like it's such a cool thing to bring up. Um, and you know, it, you know, immediately after the end of season one, everyone's like, "What the hell is the dark saber?" You know, you quickly Google and try to get as much history. So it'd be weird not to bring that back up. Which um, is why I think it'd be weird to not bring back Boba Fett. I don't. Yes. I, I, why like like here's the thing why would you bring back boba fett because they're still there like they haven't left the location Mm -hmm. well now they have but they they stayed there for a while right and then it's like coincidentally we're in the same place boba fett was in the sarlacc pit forever because that cracked that crate dragon it was in the belly of the what used to be the sarlacc Mm -hmm. pit which he ate so like Mm -hmm. i don't think it's coincidence that we stayed in the proximity where fett would be able to coincidentally pass by and see his armor get taken away mm-hmm. without them addressing it at some point in time you know it, it, it seems like there's a big thing here also what happened exactly like i think these are all things that they set up and they'll hopefully explain later on yeah plus the fact that mando is looking for other mandalorians and here is another mandalorian you know what i mean like it, it's to, yeah. yeah they're not just good i think he is gonna play like probably not potentially not as big of a role as we would like or at least the fans who would like that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I feel like they wouldn't just, it wouldn't just be like a really quick snapshot and that's it. Because I feel like there's enough of a fan base who wants to find out really exactly what happened to Boba Fett. And like, Absolutely. will he potentially sort of have a larger role again in the Star Wars universe through, through this series? Maybe, who knows, yeah. So last week, uh, Bassam, he he mentioned uh, he would love to see Boba Fett in like a mentor role, like Luke. Oh my god, that would be <laughs> but interesting. Huh. It would be yeah. interesting if I went the opposite direction. I would love to. <laughs> I I said I think it'd be amazing if he ended up being more like a Rick Sanchez type, where it's like just a like sidekick. He, more like he was just there to take advantage of a situation, ah. and he doesn't give a shit whatsoever <laughs> about anything happening in Star Wars. So that all this hype and build up to Boba Fett, and you just realize he's. He's just somebody in it for the money <laughs> and the situation. Thanks. But that would yeah, be like, a very interesting twist. <laughs> I, I, I think whatever they end up doing, it'll be original at least, because they seem to be doing a really good job with that with the series. Um do you think we'll find more Mandalorians and like what where do you think that, that particular storyline might be heading? That's a good question because there's supposed to be some on Trask, right? That's why he mm-hmm. was going there. Well, it would be it would be nice to get more of a larger background story on how like how many more Mandalorians are there out there, right? Because I mean they're technically in hiding, but how do those different systems like groups work, and how you know if we bring out Boba Fett, will he be accepted again, even though he's 
had to ha- take off his helmet and like all those questions. Um, but I hope there are definitely way more Mandalorians like that we see in in uh, at least in season two. So, so for me, it's less about more Mandalorians. It's like, what? Who's the Jedi, or which Jedi will we end up seeing? Ooh, because we Ooh. did see that one person, right, make a cameo at towards the end of season one. Who? Um, w- I wasn't this. there a? Oh, hold on, my cat is. Ah, sorry, my cat is on my desk. <laughs> That's okay. Hello, kitty. Welcome to the podcast. We're talking Catalorian. <laughs> I know, wasn't there like um, a shot of a of a woman in like sort of dark Jedi robes? Wasn't there? Or am I imagining these things? I th- I don't remember. I could have sworn there was one, and it was looking at Baby Yoda, and towards the end, I forget when. Oh, or maybe was that? Or was I imagining this? But anyway, <laughs> was this a dream? <laughs> was this what I wanted to happen? Was it Yaddle? The only was it Baby Yoda's mom? <laughs> The only female, whatever. <laughs> the only female Yoda we know. Well, baby Yoda is the child of Yaddle and Yoda, let's be honest. <laughs> Just because they're the only two of their species. That's the other thing, too. Like, we're supposed to find his species. Like, how? Yeah. how? <laughs> well, but I think, I think when they said species, I think they just the said Jedi. Jedi. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought they meant literally more, like, Him. more of his kind, because they all seem very, you know, apt, adapt in the Force. Also, I, I fully expect Baby Yoda at some point this season, probably the finale, to just like unleash just like a Star Killer like <laughs> a force usage, just like crush a ship or something. <laughs> that would be pretty epic. That would be pretty um, epic. Yeah, uh, I I don't really have anything else to to say. I guess for the Mando Mandalorian podcast. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to say about this episode? I still enjoy sitting through the credits because the art looks. Yeah, it it's it reminds me a lot of like Ralph McQuarrie stuff. It's really beautiful. Very cool. Very cool. I want the art. <laughs> they they actually it. showcase a lot of it, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Like, the, don't they have the after show? Not the after show, but the behind the 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 scenes. Like, this is how we do everything uh, for the show. Oh, mm-hmm. for season one, they put. Yeah, that I out. don't think I've yeah. seen anything for season two yet, right? No, I think it'll probably come out afterwards. Ah, okay. I mean, D- Disney Plus is definitely uh, the Star Wars Plus <laughs> uh, streaming <laughs> service right now. Um, it could really use. Uh, it could really use a shot in the arm. For- yeah, I mean that, and then of course the Avengers-related Marvel stuff that's coming up after immediately after mm-hmm. this, which is great. Yeah. It, it, is it immediately? Because I, I feel like I, I know COVID through. A wrench into a lot of what was releasing, but oh, from what, uh, what I understand, um, what is it? The one that I really want to watch, WandaVision, should be coming out pretty much when this wraps, which is I, I'm super excited for that. Uh, and then I, they're guesstimating that um, Falcon Winter Soldier will be after that, and the timeline kind of fits because by the time, like, we can't, we, like, those remember, like, each of these is like eight to ten episodes long, so you're looking at like months going by. Um, by the time all three of them wrap, I, I believe, or the, was it three? Oh, the, those, all of those wrap. Um, it should begin the timeline for phase was four, four yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is all assuming that everything goes under schedule, but from what I hear, everyone's going back to production. So I don't see a reason why cool. not. Like literally everything is, is pretty much going full circle. So I'm looking at IMDb 
and the description for episode 3 is the Mandalorian braves high seas and meets unexpected allies and it's a shot of him and the child on what looks like a freighter ship um, did you say the seas the as in they're going yeah, to the they're water on a, they're on open water I don't know why you wouldn't um, fly a ship <laughs> um, over the water instead maybe there's a reason um, just seems kind of silly that they would uh, board a boat but, you know, you, you need different forms of um, transportation, right? You have speeders, you have, yeah. I, I oh, there's to... there's going to be a Kraken. Yeah. 20 bucks, there's a Kraken in the next episode. Or oh, my gosh. Of a, qu- a Kraken. Is this just like Mando beating every monster of the oh, week? Oh, hey, maybe, yeah. 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 It's, it's God of War beats the Mandalorian. Oh, my gosh. Uh, um, the final thoughts on... Uh, episode two of mandalorian and, and the the ice story and the spiders um dr mandible is still at large somebody should really take care of him uh, <laughs> he's not a good person because he's, Cause a, he's bug. a bug that because because he's a bug <laughs> so he must be squished uh i i hope boba fett uh, i i i want more boba fett if it's boba fett t- putting on a shoe and stepping on dr mandible <laughs> those are my final <laughs> thoughts <laughs> um I'm curious if Boba Fett ended up like joining the Tusken Raiders because he looked like he was in Tusken Raider-ish clothing. Um, also, crate fried uh, cooked crate dragon looks pretty tasty, and hopefully that will someday be in Galaxy's Edge because that would be awesome to try. And uh, no maggots, no maggots. Right? Yes, no maggots. We're not Rodians here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And, but yeah, it was a good episode, and um, I really would like to see more, though, on Dark Saber stuff, on Moff Gideon, and sort of the larger, like, um, arc of the season. Yeah. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with you, 100%, because um, I, I do want to see Moff Gideon and, and Boba. Uh, oh my god, it'd be cool if they worked together. Anyway, um, I do want to give a shout-out to Amy Sedaris, oh, yeah. because I keep forgetting. Yes. Who plays Pelly Pelimato, the the mechanic? I keep forgetting that she's in this show because they uh, like she doesn't look like her normal yeah, she self, looks and she doesn't exactly. sound like her normal self. But then I'm like, oh wait, that's from BoJack Horseman and from like all the comedy things, like Strangers with Candy and back in the day. Um, so like, shout out to her for doing a great job, very funny and very on point. Um, and uh, yeah, like uh, I was really excited for this episode. I'm glad that it was glad that it was like a monster, you know, one off not one-off but like a side story thing um the only thing that i kind of wished happened but didn't was i would have loved to see because i was wondering how they would get off the ship uh, a part of me given that it was giant spiders was really hoping that they would have just patched the ship up with like webbing is like a joke but they they didn't um which i guess that that's fine it, it it's just a stupid insert like comedy thing for me um but yeah overall great great episode uh loved everything about it uh excited for the rest of the season uh we'll, we have uh six more episodes to go and we'll have different uh guests speaking in behalf of like the mandalorian breaking down what we see what what cool things we could find and our, our takes and then stuff of it so please tune in and keep following us week to week uh this has been this is the cast episode two um guys you want to give your shout outs and whatever tags where everyone can follow you um, you can follow me at Bilal underscore Mion on Twitter. And, uh, you know, you can always follow the work print at the work print at everything. 
Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at N-double-I-X-E. And yes, follow the WordPrint on a whole bunch of stuff on at the WordPrint. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, please, again, WordPrint.com. And uh, you can follow me on XN underscore Angelus on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, I think Christian Angelus writer on uh, Facebook. And um, yeah, that that's all for, for now. And we hope to see you again for episode three. Bye.